Okay. All right, Kara. Before Hello. we do the podcast, okay. um, I don't know if you listened before. But, I have not. Um, before we start, um, we have the guest or whoever dedicate the podcast to whoever or whatever. So oh, wow. who would you like to dedicate the podcast to? Or I would like to dedicate the podcast to all of the female filmmakers in the Wonderful. Twin Cities. Wonderful. That yeah. works. Hello. Kara, and please, I've, how do you say your last name? Hawkinson. Is it really Hawkinson? Yeah, yeah, all right, all right. Yes. And yeah. it's, that is kind of Swedish. It's super Swedish, yeah. Super so Swedish. it would be like Hawkinson okay. would be the traditional pronunciation. Um, my dad, uh, my dad is super Swedish, so right. that's where I get that from. Do you have like the horses, the ornaments? Do you collect the those? The Dalahest, yeah. What's it called? What are they called? Dalahest. I... My so, mom is Swedish, and she yeah. had them all the time. I didn't know the formal name of yeah, them. Yeah, Dalla Horse. Dalla Horse. So, yeah, there we have them all over. And my grandparents would give them to us as kids as gifts. Do they so. decorate them themselves? Because I heard there's, like, certain style you have to oh, do. Oh, certain, like, a, yeah, yeah. It's it's almost it's like Ukrainian whole, Easter eggs. It, yeah, oh, yeah, totally. It's, yeah. like, yeah, like the Russian Easter eggs. I know they do that yeah. the whole thing. This is the Scandinavian version of that, and it gets really detailed-orientated, yeah. Right, right. They're really beautiful. Do so. you guys still do like authentic Swedish dishes? And all oh those? my god! Right. <laughs> like my family is listening to this right now. They're just probably cracking up because we do very much so. Um, Christmas time is huge. Good Yule, um, and we do a bunch of uh, traditional dishes like the Swedish meatballs. Um, we drink lots of aquavit <laughs> and uh, sing lots of traditional Swedish drinking songs. Basically, um, I didn't and, know yeah. there was. Is there like a quite a few? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're, that's like a whole other podcast. Right, we'll get Swedish to drinking back. songs. We're gonna have to come back for part two. Yeah, all right, yeah. All, right, all, right, all right. So you got. Um, I want to mention you have um, before we. You have an upcoming film coming I do. out, and we're yeah. t- kind of. I want to like to talk about that because okay. you've done some other ones, right. but yeah, give a little synopsis about this upcoming film. I think with next yeah. month. Uh, well, hopefully by this fall. Yeah, fall. Okay. yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it's kind of funny how it happened because I just really wanted to get something out there. Okay. Uh, and so between the first draft and filming, I think it was two months and two weeks or something like that. That's pretty quick. Which is super quick turnaround for me because I'm a perfectionist and I was getting super self-conscious about the whole thing. And yeah. I just telling myself, no, car, like you just need to make something. And I just wanted to just to build on my portfolio and have something that I will make, and then I want to just have it be streaming sure. instantly. Um, so what's the name of the movie again? So this is called The First Date. The, the First the, Date. The I First just get that, Date. Okay, The yes. First Date. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a short film? Yeah, super short. It'll be around five-ish minutes. Okay, and then mm-hmm. we're going to do the whole uh, film festival circuit, right? The, yeah, yeah, okay. I think so. I've been doing that a lot with my two other films that I have and of course it adds up Um, so this one I don't know if I will send to as many Uh, I probably will send it to 
a decent amount for sure. But I always try to find the little niches of film festivals and, um, but it's, because it there will, are surprisingly a lot. Yeah, there's, it's a little, it was very, actually it was very overwhelming when my first films that I first, I was like, okay, this is the film that's going to be my film festival movie. Right, and right. it just is like, there's so many. I mean, <laughs> right, you could right. spend thousands of dollars submitting to film festivals, which I don't even want to like tally up how much that I spent slash my mom. Um, <laughs> well, it, uh, yeah, it, yeah it, um, I think it's a whole new, because it's a whole new adventure making a movie and mm -hmm. it's another whole new uh, adventure looking to for selections mm -hmm. it could yeah. be a whole new another game that way yeah you i know. mean it would be great you know if you just had if i had a distributor <laughs> like oh you should submit to all these festivals and yeah they could figure it out because i know there's a whole i don't want to say formula but people get really specific of what festivals they submit to and we want to have our film premiere at this festival yeah. but in this one so I'm it's not, a whole new in the game just I'm not other, outside of making intense. a movie yeah just aggravating enough and then you want to yeah. how you yeah yeah so you, you think you're, you're already done with post-production editing and stuff with it no this one is um it's being is in post right now okay mm -hmm. so you still kind of getting the kinks out and yeah out yeah and stuff like that yeah do you like editing do you like do editing? i like editing yeah. it's one of those things where i can do it but i'm not i I don't know. I'll do it if I have to, but I'd rather have someone else <laughs> right, yeah. do it. And I think it's because uh, mainly it's projects that I've been a part of from the beginning. Yeah. And so I'm just, by the time I get to post, I just want to give it to someone else and say, all right, it's almost like you, you do this. It's almost like you gave birth. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I did that. Now you're going to have the rest. Good luck. <laughs> have fun. Um, and I just, yeah. And I, I want someone else's perspective on it too. And just to see how they put it together right yeah i mean if you're just editing it solely you don't know yeah because i'm like okay you know this is everything that i thought of have all my ducks in a row and then but then if you bring on a different editor uh they might see like oh actually i think it would work better if we did this pacing or if we right. slice this that there and so just and also for me to just to collaborate with more people so i'm not doing everything myself and working by myself all the time so yeah. So are you going to be in the movie first day? Are you in it? I am in it, yes. Because yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of your movies that you've directed, written, you're also in yes. it as well, right? <laughs> yeah. Is that and just so... kind of like a cost-saving thing? You know, like... <laughs> yes. No, yeah. um, partially. Some people no. I've talked to, and it's like, you know I'm not. I don't. I'm not like a narcissist, but it's, it does save you money of looking it, if you're in it yeah. yourselves. Yeah. So I – well, actually – so how it started was that I, when I was living in L.A., I was there for acting. And I wasn't right. even thinking about making my own stuff. That just seemed way too intimidating and daunting. Um, but I had this amazing acting coach that said, you know, don't wait around for Hollywood to cast you. Start making your own things. You all have stories to tell, and we need your voices out there. He was amazing. And so that's when I started writing little one-acts, uh, little yeah just little scenes and my friends and I would goof around I actually ended up filming my first ever film in LA with a bunch of people from my acting class you know I wrote the roles pretty much for them and it was a lot of fun and I realized that oh okay I can do this I can actually make my own things and that also coincided with getting really sick of all the roles that were available for women um it, for, it's pretty pretty it's, narrow right it's pretty narrow and specific so this is very specific to my case in LA but so the roles that I auditioned for because I'm like you know average height looks sure. mid-20s Caucasian woman and so and straight so I was like uh 
the the girl the girl next door the best friend uh like the worried concerned mother the conscientious um, character the sidekick this yeah man. like the good girl all this stuff and i i want to challenge myself and i want to sure. do different things but it was either that or it was <laughs> like exotic model type cia agent yeah. But like partial nudity and you're only going to get paid $50, maybe, you know, so it was like just opposite ends of the spectrum. And I was like, okay, so I'm either like the derpy girl next door stereotype or I have to be, you know, five foot 11 model. And I was like, oh. okay. <laughs> There's got to be some other There's got to be something else out. out there. Yeah, yeah. so... That combined with our teacher pushing us to write our own stuff. And then I actually did. And that uh, gave me the momentum to start working on another film, which is 15. And that's had a lot of success. And it's actually funny. I went back. I scrolled through my Instagram. And I found the first post I did of the script. And I think it was like March 14th, 2015, something like that. And it said... Um, you know, felt really good to write. I don't know if this will ever be anything someday. La di da di da. And it's so crazy to fast forward three years, and now it's one, two, three. I think it's been in, been in slash will be in seven festivals, and it's yeah. won two awards, and it's doing an amazing job. And you, it's you, like, well, you got one from here from St. Paul, right? I did. Yeah, St. Paul Frozen Film Festival. I got um, best coming of age film. Which was just felt really great. Did they get, because you get an actual award? Or did I just... did. I got a little like really little plaque thing. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty right. cool. Um, so that was really great because I one of the reasons why I made that film is because I was not satisfied with the coming of age films I had seen. Is for it, women, is it for the girls. movie uh, Fifteen a little a little bit from? your life a little De- bit <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh i would say it's definitely inspired by my what i went through when okay. i was 15 and it's kind of funny the first screenplay was basically like an autobiography and i was like okay car you can't just like write your own story i mean you can but let's do something different and right. so it evolved of course a lot over many 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 drafts and table reads um, but definitely taken from my experience and then also as just a woman, the films that I had seen and I just was like, I don't, I don't see my story being told. I could like grab snippets from here and there. So I was right. like, well, I'm just going to write my own well, thing. Well, I like, I like the, the idea of 15. I read the, the whole synopsis, but oh, I like cool. the idea that this, every time you do a story that relates to the situations of 15 year old girl encounters, it has to be horrific or in a horror movie yeah. or it's yeah. comedy yeah. rather than having a little, let's little put a little, little realism in, yeah. into it and how, yeah. it really, how the experiences really go through. Yeah. And so that was, yeah, that the first, the whole first time theme <laughs> how of How awkward it is. How right. awkward it, like, you know, let's not. Let's bring the Hollywood yeah. glamorized version and the horrific version. Let's just find a nice middle line and just show how awkward um, and funny it can be. And yeah, so yeah. tying that all together, that's how I became like actor, writer, director, because I just got sick of waiting around. And so I said, okay, I'm just going to write and make my own stuff. Then. Well, who did you get to now? You're in the movie 15, right? Yes. And who did you get to play the lead? Um, so so I played Elise, the main character, yeah. and I found this great guy, Will, William Phelps. Uh, he's actually from Minnesota. He's from Golden Valley, but he okay. lived in New York at the time. And I had posted on the Minnesota Film and TV board looking for this character. 
And he responded, sent me an email saying, I'm, you know, currently I'm in New York, but I'll be in Minneapolis this summer. And Wonder, I was like, great. okay, great. So yeah. like, here's this, here your side, send me a video submission. And he just, he just was the best. Like he just was exactly what I was looking for. And when he came to Minneapolis, we met up and got coffee, you know, just to make sure we were both cool with each other. And it was great. And he... I uh, was really happy with his performance. He was so much fun. And we, we still talk. We're still good friends. So. That's nice, right? And he's still in New York, sadly. It's, it's but. really <laughs> weird when you film movies, you have this deep personal relationship with someone for two weeks. And then after that, it's like, all right, see you later. Bye. And you probably don't yeah. even see that person ever again. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah it was weird because we, so it was kind of like summer camp because we went up to northern Wisconsin yeah. for a week. And we're, we had my uh, grandmother's house. On uh, one side of the street, and my aunt lives across the street, and so we, <laughs> so we had taken up both houses with the crew, and you know it's like I'm going to bed at night in my twin bed that I slept in when I was a kid, and then there's my first assistant director sleeping in the bed next to me, and it's just like, <laughs> like three a.m. It's like okay, good night. It's really, really sur- well, it's really surreal a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, but it was yeah. We all got you know as that happens, we all just got really close, and then. It was actually pretty sad. So we, everyone, well, I arrived a couple days early, but uh, early, but everyone ended up being there Sunday. Okay. And then we filmed Monday through Friday, and then Saturday morning, everyone pretty much took off. And I hung out one more night uh, with a couple other friends just to help me, you know, clean up and everything. And it was really sad going to sleep Saturday night because it just was quiet. It was quiet. <laughs> it was so quiet. It was so dark. Yeah. Was, you know, because we had we would film all day. And the first AD and I, Laura DeShane, she was amazing. We'd stay up, you know, well, we'd stay up with everyone chatting and we were working on a podcast. And then Laura and I would stay up until 3 a.m. Be like, okay, here's a shot list. We have everything. It's everything ready for tomorrow. Because I could not go to sleep until I felt satisfied. And then it was like, so, so quiet. (laughs) And I think I was in bed by midnight and I was like, something's wrong <laughs> it didn't feel it was quite sad uh does it take yeah. a while after doing a movie to kind of decompress and deflate and not think yeah about it oh or? my god because that that movie consumed my life <laughs> for a, like it's still consuming not consuming my life as much but still a big part of my life uh because, because you're I, still pitching it to film still festivals. pitching it to film yeah, festivals so. yeah i just found out i got into two more this fall so that's really exciting but um which ones but yeah tell oh me. it's in uh tell so me. let's see which one's coming first it's going to iowa in september the sioux city international film festival okay um and then it's going to uh milwaukee in october for the film girl film festival Nice. So, nice. yeah, really excited about that. Well, are you um, going to be able to attend? Yeah, I, yes. Okay, yeah, so you yeah. will be... I'm going to the, both, yeah. You're going to both? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah, so. Uh, so I will be there. Um, but uh, I forgot what I was going to say. What was the question you asked me before? Oh, wait, just how, how long it takes to oh, yeah. recuperate well, from... Yeah, 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 because I was working on it while I was finishing up college. So I was a senior in school, and I was working on like pre-production of this film and doing castings and everything. And then I was graduating, um, but yeah. well, was almost graduating. And yeah, it just that summer. So summer of 2016, we filmed. That just was like I would work I, if I wasn't working, yeah. and I wasn't working on the film because we did. A, I did a fundraiser to Indiegogo fundraiser. Okay, all right. I was yeah, like, for the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I wasn't doing anything like film or work related, I was sleeping, <laughs> and like that was about it. So, so yeah, with with writing and stuff, what do you mm-hmm. do? You have like a 
could you be one of those that could write anywhere? It could be at the coffee shop and write, or do you need your little private I think little so. spot? Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't see screenwriting as my forte. Yeah. Um, it's it just is like there are stories that I want to get out, and so I will start writing something, and you know, it was like, okay, this is my story. This is something I want to work on. Okay. Uh, and so that was the case with fifteen. And I don't. I think it's just a you know I have to be in that mindset. I could be in a coffee shop. I could be at home. It doesn't really matter. Right. I think it's just kind of wherever inspiration. I know when I write, I just got to shut the world off. I come down here in my mm-hmm. studio. I have to mm-hmm. turn all all avenues of distraction. Yeah, and yeah. And sit here and quiet. And I know some people yeah. can go out on a park bench and write out the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> but I, yeah, yeah. I think for me it's because like I, I like having the – I like seeing people around me and just – then sure. maybe even I get inspired by someone who's yeah. there in the coffee shop or something like that. Um, but this – 15 specifically it just i was taking so much from my own experiences and just so it kind of was a little bit easier i think i think it was easier because i and that i just was so solid on what i wanted to say and so that it came out pretty quickly um it just was you know changing it so it wasn't totally my story (laughs) do you do outlines when you write them you know i don't think i've ever really done that i will do i think what happens is that i I'll get inspired by a story. Um, so, for example, I won't lay out any details because it's under wraps, but I, I have this feature in mind that I was like, someday I will do. Um, basically, it's just, you know, kind of with 15, it's a story that I want to tell. Okay. And so right now, it's just I have scenes that are in my mind. And so it's kind of like... you got to find some way to connect. I'm like that. cutting and pasting yeah. it. Yeah, so it's like, okay, I definitely want to have these moments happen. And then it's like I get the big chunks, kind of like the big moments, and then it's filling in... What happens in between, but making sure it's not filling. You know, it's not just filler, and it right. all makes sense, and it's uh, supposed to be there. Do you do do you do you do like a narration in your films, or are you just are you rather just go? Um, I think with there was a film where I I started out having narration with it. It might have been fifteen, like super early drafts, and then yeah. I just was like, I think I remember reading a film blog, and it said like that's a cop out. <laughs> So you're like, you know, young filmmakers do narration. It's a cop. I was like, okay, go, okay, I can't do that, you know, because I'd never really written anything before. So, do you, are you comfortable writing dialogue? I mean, that's sometimes a struggle for a lot of people. I yeah, I am. I uh, I would say so, and I find it interesting. My dialogue usually goes towards the humorous side, um, which is actually something I struggled with with the first date because that just was such a quick turnaround. And so I really, really felt the pressure with that. And I had two amazing women who were helping me uh, edit the script. Sure, sure. I would come with a draft and they would read it, give me suggestions. And it was really helpful because as they say, kill your darlings. And I really liked these characters and I didn't want them to be mean to each other. (laughs) And my friend was like, maybe try like going this way and not having it be a happy ending. And I was like, okay, I'll think about it. But then as I started writing it, I was like, oh, yeah, I like this way more. So I had to go to places that were a little darker than I'm used to, but I really liked it. So I'm kind of hoping that that will stick around <laughs> for the next piece. Well, I, you know, when I was writing my, my script from the com- my comic book I'm getting out, um, mm-hmm. and I, 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 this has been with me for 10 years, that book has been with me for 10 years, yeah. it's because simply I don't, it's not a natural thing for me. I've never written anything before. Yeah, but in, yeah. And then I was, but when I finally got comfortable, the best advice I ever got, he goes, it's not funny. It was not a comedy. It was, no, the, every every movie yeah. has some little peppered of 
yeah. comedy in it. Yeah, yeah. Whether you think it's the greatest action movie, there is something funny to it. Yeah. Or the saddest yeah. movie, there is something. There's, you know, yeah, of course. And you always have to be aware, even it could be a line of dialogue, a simple one line. There is nothing yeah. you have in there that can be funny. And it's yeah. something that's it's hard. I think it's hard to write. Yeah, comedy. yeah. That actually just made me think of a scene in Fifteen. Was a really mean line that somebody says, and I've noticed in a couple of screenings that people will laugh at that line, and I'm like, that's not funny. <laughs> like that, Elise, Elise, her best friend Sylvie calls her a slut, and it's this really intense scene. And actually, it was my cousin who played my best friend, and she killed it. She did an amazing job, and we both actually got pretty emotional yeah. in this scene. So that scene for me, and as an actor watching it, I'm really proud of myself because we both got to this emotional place that was really honest and really real. And I, a couple of screenings I've been to, like, oh, it calls me a slut. And I've heard people be like, uh, and laugh. I'm like, don't laugh. That's not funny. I mean, it's like an awkward, you know, they're like, right, oh, yeah. Oh, like that like kind of thing. Re- it's almost like they didn't anticipate it. I don't, yeah, I think it kind of comes out of nowhere. So they're like, uh. I'm like, no, it's not funny. Well, since you've been in the movies as director, are you comfortable seeing yourself on the screen? I, yeah. I mean, I try to separate it from myself. I'm like, that's not me. That's another character. Um, It, it was, we actually just watched it recently with family. So like my family friends, so my parents' friends, they're all, they're all kind of my like, Second, third set of parents with and the movie Fifteen. With Fifteen, yeah. So you, an awkward. And there are and sex scenes, <laughs> and I'm like, oh god. And then with your family, well, yeah. Swedish, everything has to be family, right? Oh yeah. Well, my mom's Italian, so it's very family oriented. Oh, it's all well. yeah. Right. Uh, all family, yeah. And you're not um, starving. <laughs> oh my god, no, never. And if you tell them you're full, that just means you want more. Um, <laughs> like, no, no, I'm good. I'm full. Oh, you want oh, more? A little funny thing is, I, I used to. <laughs> In college, I dated an Italian girl, and her her grandmother was oh, like God. always in the kitchen, had the apron, like the stereotypical. With yeah, the yeah. And she didn't believe I wasn't Italian. She thought I was just <laughs> trying to. Oh, come yeah, on now. Yeah. And you go over there, and I was like, No, I just had lunch. Well, here's dinner. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. Or I had dinner. Well, you're you're thin. You're too sick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we, we. And then if you have one plate of food, she goes, "What's wrong? Yeah. Did you like it? I, 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 oh yeah, because then they think you don't like it. Yeah. Like, we, well, you only had one plate of food. What's wrong? Yeah. Are you okay? No, that ha- we uh, were able, my mom and I were able to visit friend, or friends, family in Italy. My sister was there oh, really? studying abroad. Yeah. And we met up with relatives whom we had never was, met before. I mean, northern or southern? Both. I mean, both? We have relatives wow. in northern Italy and southern Italy. Italy yeah. Um, but I remember one night we were having dinner and I it was, you know, with my whole family and they all, I, they hardly spoke English. I didn't speak any Italian, which I was really sad about. And I'd eat my first dish, you know, just like a pile of pasta. And then uh, my aunt, she's like, oh, do you want you want some more? I'm like, no, 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 thank you. I'm full. She's like, oh, wait, you don't like it? And I'm like, <laughs> no. And my sister is like helping me translate. And I'm like, no, no, I, I, I'm full. Like, mm, I'm so, I'm good. I'm like, oh, no, no, like, we'll give you more. And I just was sitting there like, oh, my God. Like, my stomach is like bursting out of my jeans. I'm like, uh-huh. But I learned my lesson. My, my sister-in-law, she went to, I think, Italy for her uh, two weeks and they walked everywhere and they still gain weight oh yeah <laughs> you just have <laughs> pasta for breakfast lunch and dinner and right. then gelato for in-between snacks right yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. 
All right, we're going to take a little break. Okay. And then I'm going to ask you something about college. All right, sounds good. Hi, I'm Brienne. I'm Courtney. And I'm Olivia. And together we make up super serious social justice. We get together each week to talk about a very serious topic. No, really. We've talked about police shootings, politics, mental illness, disability, race, gender, marriage, kids, pretty much everything. I mean, and also farts. There is a lot of farting. And belching. What we're saying is that we're like you. We're normal people who want to be kind, but also be able to joke about bodily functions. So we've created this podcast to make tough topics accessible and fun. And we even stuck some cat pictures on our website to lure you in. So join us every Wednesday for a new episode of Super Serious Social Justice. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all your podcasting apps or at sssjcast.com. This is Angelica Norton. And this is Amber Moreno. I produce and I host a podcast called Chatty Crafties. I chat with our crafty friends about what drives them to make, perform, and create. It's not about perfection. No. It's about expression. We invite you to peer into the lives of our guests' creative processes and inspirations. We hope to excite those who assume they're not creative and support those who may have forgotten that they are. Honestly, I just want to celebrate and absorb their creative energy to try new things. So it won't sound so daunting for me to, oh, sew a swimsuit, tell a story on stage in front of strangers, or get back into painting. So find us at chattycrafties.com for a new episode every Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Now go make some art. So you went to the Minnesota University yes. of Minnesota, yep. and did, which is usually, usually the arts and stuff is over at the West Bank. I don't know if anybody knows the campus and stuff. Primarily yeah. over the West Bank, you spend a lot of time over well, there. Well, actually, it's funny. I was so I started there um, in the journalism school because I was okay. And that's back. over on the east, and that's yeah. on the east bank. Get across the river, um, yeah. yeah. And and then I, long story short, I took a leave of absence and dropped out of school because I didn't know if that's what I wanted. And I, that's when I moved to LA shortly after that and moved back and changed my major to film studies. And that's actually on the East Bank. It is? Yeah. Boy, yeah. That's going to be it's, new. Well, I've been, out, I've been out of college. I've been, I used to go there. So, yeah, yeah it's because it, well, so it's more the, the film studies major is more like film theory and analysis. Sure. So it wasn't a lot of film production. So I not was on, produ- okay. Yeah. yeah. So I was on the East Bank a lot and uh, unfortunately not really good facilities for film classes where you're That's, screening that- a film. Yeah. That's well, my goal in life is well, to I took, change the film studies uh, uh, The only reason I bring it up to you because I took yeah. three years of film history. Ah, at the U- okay. Of them. And okay. Then that was that was really weird. You'd be in college, and your homework is you have to watch five movies for the next lecture. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and like, I what? You just awesome. homework? You kidding me? I'll do this for free. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean this is homework? I know that was really. I, like, you know, all my other friends were doing you know science or <laughs> yeah. engineering or whatever, and I I'm gotta like, go watch. Yeah, this movie. I had to watch 
like, oh, darn, I have to watch Legally Blonde and Selma and, you know, all these other, like, yeah. such a wide variety of movies. So, so I took three years of film history, which is a big arc, and you start, I mean, with the silent films and all yeah. that stuff. And the funny thing is, I, I want to, the funny thing is I start, this is like late 90s when I started, when I was in mm-hmm. college there. And it was a big lecture, the first introduction, oh, was always a big lecture hall, is about 50 or 60 people. And the TA came out, and she goes, all right. First thing you do is tear off a piece of paper, put your name on it, and your f- two favorite movies. Just put your two favorite mm-hmm. movies. It's not going to be graded. It's just for us to give understanding. Mm-hmm. And then we all we all did it. It's like 60 people. I think they still do that. <laughs> they still do that? Uh, one of my classes did, And then yeah. the instructor came. I, got, it's still, I, can't remember, I can still see him. I can't remember his name. He still see him. He goes, anybody who puts a Kevin Smith movie as their favorite already gets an automatic F. <laughs> Did you put a Kevin Smith no. movie? Okay. <laughs> but I looked around and I was like, who's cringing right who's now? Who's it? Who's it going to be? Because that was like Nate, right when like Mallrats came out and oh, okay. Clerks came out. Oh, and, and he just was not having it. <laughs> he was like, no. Get out of here. Right. <laughs> so you, I mean, that was your introduction to movies was in college pretty much? Like an aesthetically studying you know, yeah, like formal setting a studying film. Right. Yeah, yeah. I grew up. I just would devour the behind the scenes uh, extras on DVDs. I love that stuff. Like I have the extended versions of Lord of the Rings, <laughs> and whenever I watch it, I'm like, oh, fun fact, fun fact. And uh, I, can, I think I can quote the Harry Potter movie word for word, the first one at least, which annoys my friends if we ever watch it together. Right. Uh, yeah, I just was always really fascinated with movies and just what. Quotes stay in my head about, I mean, because I would say a line to my wife, like in Casual Count. I'll say a line, something, right? Mm-hmm. And then she'll watch a movie, and she, like months later, and she goes, that's where you, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's where you got it from. from what are, I thought you were just being, I thought you were generally funny. No, you're getting this from movies I've never heard. <laughs> I of. thought you were clever. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so outside of uh, filmmaking, how many movies do you actually think you see, like, on a give a week or something? Oh, man. Uh... I wish I saw more. Okay. Um, I mean, I watch some, you know, I'd like do the Netflix and sure. all those streaming services. Uh, I make sure to see films that I like, I really want to see in theaters because there's just nothing that beats that experience. Um, oh. Yeah. I just, yeah, and I try to do, I like doing the, um, like, seeing what's leaving Netflix or, like, HBO Now, and so I try to catch movies before they leave. Sure, Because they've yeah. probably been sitting on my list for a really long time, and I'm like, okay, I gotta watch this. Are you kind of film first, and then maybe, if it's, like, from a book, would you read the book second? Or, hmm. because I know I'm so mm-hmm. movie sad, I just watched the movie, and if the movie interests me, maybe I'll read the book. But yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not book-oriented like a lot of my friends are. Yeah, I mean, I grew up, and I, I read, um... I was an avid, still am, Harry Potter fan, and I did a lot of reading. Um, but I can't think of a movie off the top of my head where people were like, oh, this is actually based on a book. You should read the book. <laughs> I don't know if I actually ever did. <laughs> but do you, do you ever think about when you watch other movies, like the directing or something, or do you just kind of can sit there just as an audience appreciator, or are you always thinking what other people are doing? Yeah. Oh, that's really funny you ask that, because my, my parents yeah. asked me that a lot, like, especially when I was in school studying film, and they would say, oh, can you just watch a movie and enjoy it now? Or right, do you yeah. think of everything that goes on behind the scenes? And I would say it's a little bit of both, 
because I do, I get really interested about, you know, where did they film? Did they actually film in this location or is this just a set? And so now, you know, I watch the credits and I like to watch at the end and see if it was filmed in, in the place that it was set. Um, and I think about, a lot of times I think like, oh, I wonder if that's background actors or if they're just people walking and they had a sign up because I did background acting in LA every now and then. So I think about those people. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit everything. And I think it makes films more enjoyable because I can still enjoy them as I did before I was a film major. But now I know all this amazing all the- information right. that I can analyze the films more in a really exciting way. Like I remember a friend of mine and I, we were watching Joy uh, soon after it came out. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. And we had, uh, well, it was, well, soon after. It was already on DVD, so we were watching it at my house, and I was living at my parents at the time, and uh, she was a film major as well, or film minor, but uh, we had some classes together, and we just were loving this movie for like the lighting and the the, the uh, color palette and all this stuff. And we're getting really excited about it. All the it. technical stuff. Yeah, right, the technical yeah. stuff. And my yeah. mom came in and asked us like, can you guys just watch the movie? <laughs> I was like, well, I think it's actually made them better. So. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you, so would you want to, tackle i know you tackle very serious issues do you think about any other genres <laughs> yeah. you want to go with or do you like Ooh. where you are right now um man that's a good question i hmm i think right now i'm on this kick of telling stories that i don't see being told nice, and yeah. i want to tell them too <laughs> uh yeah so i think i feel like i will be on that kick for a while uh i have another prod that's like super pre-production i'm actually meeting with a friend tomorrow to talk about like what kind of story we want to write okay. uh but that is more for me inspired by a specific location i'm like hey there's this town where i really want to film something in i have no idea what the story will be but i just <laughs> want to film something here so who knows what will happen with that uh, but I feel like films that I write will very likely, and I don't want to say like a hot topic, but I guess kind of, but. Yeah, hot topic. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're not, you're not afraid to do, to be political. <laughs> no, no, apparently no, not. No, no. <laughs> is that something that you instinctively, or is this something that naturally comes out, or is that the, the think, starting, the catalyst? I, uh, I think it just was, um. I think it's just things that naturally come out. And for me, filmmaking is how I express myself. I used to journal, but I don't do that anymore. And uh, I I don't really do any. I do photography, but I feel like with film, this is just a new way for me to express myself and how I feel about things, but also uh, make it kind of for for a bigger audience. Um, And so... Yeah, so I think, you know, whatever topics are in my mind or at the forefront of my mind, I'm like, okay, I need to tell a story about this. Because I know a lot of people just try to, you know, I try to kind of steer away from it, but I think you just, you have just no fear, just go. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, yeah, Yeah, I do, just Just, just go for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what some, you know, friends were saying about, uh, well, A Daily Mantra is another short that I've done. Oh, yeah, it was pretty, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's a really personal piece that I actually did for, um, uh, so I took a HECUA program, Higher Education Consortium for Urban Affairs. Thank you for saying that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and um, they're an amazing nonprofit that offers off-campus study programs for college credit, and they all have a social justice theme. And so they have a filmmaking program. And the first assignment we got was to make a story of self. And that, you know, 
how do you see yourself? How do other people see you? How do you uh, think other people right, see you? How do you yeah. want to be seen? Like so many ways you go about it. And um, this piece actually ended up being really personal and I almost didn't want to show it to anyone. And, <clears throat> excuse me, and I well, showed long, it. I'm sorry it, to interrupt. It's just did, a little over two minutes. So you, you did get to, to show it to people. Yeah, so, right. so I just was going to show it in class. But then I was like, that's it. I'm not going to show it to anyone else. And I have it on Vimeo, but it'll be private. And I'll only right. show it to people here and there, which I did. And every, I even had a friend whom I haven't talked to in a long time, and they living out in Washington. Like, they had called me, and I was at work. <laughs> I was at my lunch break, and I was like, what? Is it an emergency? Like, right, you yeah, know, someone's it, calling me. They're not right. texting me. I'm like, it must be an emergency. And they called me just to talk about this piece because I had sent them the link, and they watched it. So basically, long story short, I got all these really uh, intense, positive, intense responses, and so many friends said, you need to show, like, this needs to be seen by more than just us, and uh, and then you. And so I said, all right, (laughs) screw it. I'm going to submit it to film festivals, and I'm so glad that I did because it's gone from Minneapolis, and then it went to London, and then it went to Montreal, and back to Minneapolis. So it's... It's like a world traveling film now. Well, film festivals. It's wonderful how all these films make connections, right? I mean, yeah. you would never, without that movie, you would never have any contact with those friends from Washington. You know, yeah. and they no experiences, nobody from Montreal. It's amazing how yeah. just the variety of connections they. It's know. kind of, yeah, it's kind of funny because you think, you know, I yeah. say, oh, this is a really personal piece, which it is to me, but then it's so funny because so many people have been able to relate to it, men and women, you yeah. know, so it's. And I, I think that's one of the reasons why I love filmmaking this art form is because a lot of my stories stem from very personal things, but then so many people end up connecting with it, and then you realize, oh, I'm not alone. <laughs> you know, I'm not the only one that has experienced this or felt this way. So. Did you ever think about doing black and white? Like, one <clears throat> of your movies going black and white, or no? Um, I well, Daily Mantra, I almost did in black and white. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That was me, like, frantically last minute before, because we had a final screening for the class, too, at the end of the semester. It's like, oh, maybe I want it in black and white. <laughs> uh, scratch that idea. So. No. No, it's not in black and white. <laughs> so out, outside of the filmmaking, you do photography. That came yes. up after mm-hmm. filming, or that's something no, always that's, been doing? Yeah, I've been doing that since I was, like, I think I was 13. My parents gave me my first little point-and-shoot digital camera. Um, my dad actually always had a film uh, camera around growing up, so he was like the family paparazzi. Got a document. Yeah. Got a document. I'm like, oh, dad, don't take a picture of us Christmas morning, you know, mm-hmm. sleep in our eyes, that kind of thing. And so that I've just always done as a hobby, and just the past couple years I've been getting paid gigs for it, which is super exciting, and turning it into a hobby slash profession now. Um yeah, so that's been around for a while. So with photography, do you do intentional locations? Do you go out intentionally, or are you just somewhere location like, wow, that's really good. We should f- shoot that. Or are you just it's, always yeah, a conscious no motivation, or are you just it's a, um. So I do I do film and digital, and you know. it's I actually was watching this piece from Minnesota Original, and they highlighted a photographer on TBT, and I'm totally blanking on his name, but he said. Something along the lines of, like, where you see something, you get that, that kick to go and take a picture of it. Yeah. It's like, do it. That is your, that's your, your instinct of a photographer. And you should go and take a picture of whatever it is. 
that you had that inspiration from. And so ever since I heard that, I've just been trying to act on that because a lot of times I'll see something. I'll be like, oh, I want to take a picture of that. But then I might think, like, oh, I don't want to ask that person if I can take their picture. Or, like, oh, it seems like a lot of work. <laughs> so I've been trying to act on that. So I would say it's definitely more of just whatever happens in the moment. Like, I like to do a lot more candid photography. And just if I go somewhere, I'll bring my camera along. And it's sometimes really funny. I will intentionally bring my camera to an event or something, think I'm going to take all these pictures. It and then I get really, there. And then, yeah. like, I just wanted to be here and not take any pictures. See, I heard that with a lot of photographers. You can't force it. You just no, have to. No, yeah. You just and have I've to tried. Have a, yeah. You just <laughs> have just to bring your work. camera. You're like, wow, that's, that was it. That's, there mm-hmm. it is. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, I don't bring my camera. I'm like, and then oh. you're like, oh. Classic. Yeah. Do you do uh, stills when you for your movies when you do a movie process? I've I've done some behind the scenes for commercials, uh, like for a production okay. company for their Instagram website stuff like that. Um, I haven't done for film specifically, but okay. what's interesting is like because I got into that, I realized how important that is for films, and so I had someone come on set for fifteen. Um, and for the first date, I wasn't able to get anyone, but I had a uh, PA. I was like, hey, you, oh, right. you know how to work a camera, right? Here, take some pictures. And they were great. They got, uh, snapped a couple shots. Uh, but I think I feel like that's a role that I never really thought of growing Cinematography up. Cinematography or and, whatever? Like, um, doing the behind-the-scenes Oh, behind-the-scenes stuff. stills. Yeah. Okay. And I personally really enjoy it. But then also just as being a director and an actor, just how important it is to have someone on set because then they're able to capture all these really cool moments that, you know, you're I just... I think they are. I think they're fascinating in the when, you, when you're yeah. discussing takes and everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Everybody yeah. wants... Everybody be, well, now we're in the day and age where everybody wants to know what happened during the process. It used right. to be, it used to be yeah. like, they're eight, nobody nobody cared. Nobody, just, and nobody Just knew. kick out the material. <laughs> we don't care if you got along yeah. or not. Just yeah. kick it, Now everybody's fascinated how it gets made and yeah. how you do that. Well, yeah. and you know, now with Instagram and all of that too, it's like you want to have... Uh, uh, you want to document everything that's going on, and people want to see everything that's happening, yeah. and then they feel more a part of it too. So, so you're able to like balance photography and film, pretty, pretty. Yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah. I see. I'm getting into doing more work with photography. That's not how I sustain myself financially, but I am concerned with like because it's been such a hobby and a passion of mine for yeah. so many years. I'm like, oh, I don't want to you know, get into it as a career and then that ruin it. Cause I don't like, I don't like editing photos. Like I will take a picture and what you see is what you get. Pretty <laughs> you don't, much. you really don't like editing. <laughs> I know. Just so. I know. Like, no, here's your picture. Damn it. <laughs> no Lightroom, no filters as is. <laughs> um, but you know, I'll do stuff here and there, but yeah, so I'm just getting, you know, I'm doing like engagement photos here and a wedding here and yeah. slowly easing into it, but I you know, I don't want I don't want something that I find really fun and kind of like my other creative release outside of film to be ruined by turning it into a, a money maker thing, you yeah. know. So I got you want you list one of your hobbies and I was going through your nice that you do rock climbing. Yes. No, how did you get that. started with that? Oh, that was a chain of events of my sister's friend's boyfriend uh, is a climber. Was <laughs> a climber, okay. and and she actually used to climb as well, and so he got her back into it, and uh. then my sister was like, "Oh, I'll try rock climbing," and so she was doing it for a while, and I saw them doing it. I was like, "That looks really cool," and she's like, "Oh, you should come along." And so then, of course, the first time I went, I was hooked. You didn't do so, it the first time. You went with a group of people that yep. you knew. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And we went to the, uh, the Vertical Endeavors gym in Minneapolis, and I loved it. It was so much fun. And so I've been 
Well, I started about a year ago, but I was finishing up school, so I was only going like once a month. So, um, yeah, I think like there's spring. a lot of little planning before you do it, right? You have to yeah. kind of nav- plan out where you're gonna go and yeah. Well, so we we mainly go climbing just in gyms because it's easy, okay. um, and then try. You know, always done exterior, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I climb indoors, is so I can go outdoors. And the first time I went outside was actually, um, uh, excuse me, was in Shakopee at Louisville Swamp. It's this random boulder, like in this prairie, (laughs) and you're you're walking along this path, and it's really nice. You can see it for a long distance, right? Uh, not actually, not really, because it's woods. you know, I don't know what kind of like oaks or whatever, and then you come around this to this opening, and there's this huge boulder, you know, huge for Minnesota, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but it was really fun, and uh, yeah, climbing outside is just it's the best. I wish I could do it all the time. Well, I, I, I like to piece again. I was like, I think I was just before you got here, I was like, did you want to do rock climbing to get your best photography shot is that what is that was the motivation <laughs> no, well, or no and then because the i was thinking thing like is, all right i'll do rock climbing so i can get up there and have this great angle for photography that's yeah. what i was thinking like, oh po- funny yeah no that's actually wasn't wasn't the connection no like oh well if i get into rock climbing if i get up there i'll have a great I can get to the top and get a better picture yeah uh, that's what i think <laughs> well the funny thing is like kind of like the switch of that was that i got into rock climbing and then i got into rock climbing photography oh all right, so all right, now all right, nah. so now it's like you know we went out a couple times and then i you know started you know following rock climbers on instagram and these like rock climbing magazines and photographers and everything and just the pictures are phenomenal and so i was like oh i want to do that that's really cool and so now it's whenever we now, go, okay, whenever now. we go outside now now, now, now I, i'm the one taking so the now pictures. when you're rock climbing and you don't bring your camera all your friends are like what Cara, yeah, yeah. Where, where's your camera yeah. right I know. <laughs> yeah so now I'm, I'm like the the climbing photographer when we go too i'm like who's gonna take my picture <laughs> But are you kind of an adventurous person? You kind of I like to think so. I I you know, I always wish I could be more so, but I grew up my family was really into hiking and camping. We go right. canoeing. Um so that's just been in my nature since I was young and rock climbing specifically I just really like because it's very physically challenging. And I get really bored with workouts really easily, so I need to do something right. that they say you have to get you need to say you have to get creative. You yeah, and you, do... you need to find something that you enjoy, and for that, so I like the the physical challenge of it, but also for me, it's very mentally challenging because there are a lot of fears that you have to conquer, and the analytical aspect of it of you know, well, if I position my foot this way, that gives me more leverage to do this, and so I like because I'm type A <laughs> OCD sometimes, and so I like that problem solving aspect yeah. of it um and it's just people have been so nice and so welcoming in the climbing community and every time we climb outdoors everybody's so nice last time we went um mosquitoes were really bad and so people were letting us borrow their mosquito or their bug spray and they're like oh well we brought cookies you want some cookies and you make <laughs> friends and it's really nice it's just found it really supporting and just being outside in minnesota in the summer is really nice so so it was easy for you to get into the rock climbing kind of thing. Yeah, it was because kind of. it can, you know, if you don't have any, and I had rock climbing connections, and so I have these friends who, like, have all the gear, and they know the spots, and they're that really helps, experienced. Yeah. So yeah. I've been really, uh, really grateful in that I've gotten into this family of climbers that are really experienced. They're amazing teachers. They're really supportive. 
and they know <laughs> they know what they're doing so I feel safe going out with them you know whereas I have some friends who are just getting into climbing and um you know if you don't know anyone who's super it's experienced hard, yeah, and has yeah. all the gear then yeah. it gets a little tricky but speaking of mis- mosquitoes and I just this is my little geeky side yeah. it, it happened a couple of days ago I just want to share it with you okay <laughs> so we're my wife and I are sitting on the couch and it's quiet because we're yeah. old people now and we're just the tv's <laughs> on and I've been relatively un creepy too quiet i'm usually pretty chatty yeah and then she goes and as being superhero obsessed that i am and she yeah. she just goes what 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 are you doing what's what do you think <laughs> she just kind of kind of like is everything all right yeah she goes, well you've been kind of quiet what, why is that and i go uh, i've been thinking about all the mosquitoes have broken their mouth parts on superman <laughs> she's like what, what is which <laughs> that's so <laughs> random <laughs> right well, it's got to had happen. I mean, I'm sure a mosquito <laughs> went up to Superman and just and then, like, oh yeah, and then he broke all it. <laughs> like, oh damn it! And I go, that has to be. And she's like, what? Are you, what? She's like, wait. I go, well, you had thing? to ask. I'm just... <laughs> you wanted to know what was on my mind. <laughs> now she won't ask you next time. It gets really quiet. She's like, I don't want to know. <laughs> um, before, we got a couple minutes before. Um, are you going to see the, that new movie, Eighth Grade? I know that you did 15 and... Yeah, you know, it's really funny. I've been seeing that pop up and just from the little snippets and trailers that I've seen, I'm like, oh, yes, this is like the young adult film that I've been, coming of age film that I've been waiting for girls. Um, Yeah, so I'd like to see it. It looks, again, it looks funny and awkward and real. (laughs) <laughs> and looks like right. actual, maybe like, four, how old are you in eighth grade? Like yeah, 14. 14. 13, 13, it's like an actual 14-year-old, yeah. says the girl who was uh, 23, playing a 15-year-old at the time. <laughs> oh, young face, it's fine. <laughs> well, we're we're almost out of time. I would say thanks for coming on, Carl. Thank you so much for this having is a lot me. Of, this is a lot of fun, isn't it? This is, yeah, this it is, is super fun. It's fun, fun. <laughs> and uh, usually we have guests and filmmakers that come on. My last question is always, what is your favorite movie oh my gosh my favorite movie is um under the tuscan sun wow. featuring diane lane yeah uh a funny story with that is that when i was a kid like eight nine years old and we'd go and visit my grandma in northern wisconsin she somehow ended up having it on uh, vhs and i would get there and I would pop it in and watch it right away. And it's about like a forty-five-year-old woman, and she gets a divorce, and she like right. like how would a nine-year-old like relate to this right. story? Um, but I just fell in love with it, and I would do that every time we went up north. And my sister would be like, "God, Cara, like we're in northern Wisconsin for the summer. Like, don't put a movie on. Like, let's go outside." Right. The mosquitoes are waiting for you. Yeah, yeah, they're like the size of sparrows. Like, it's fine. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, ever since then. It's one of those movies where I just could watch over and over and over again. Do you have again. a copy of it? Yes, I do. <laughs> of course. I think I like special ordered it from somewhere. I was like, I need this in my life all the time. And then I saw it was on Netflix. And so then like I watched it on Netflix. On Netflix. Right, yeah. Even then you, then you know it's me. your favorite movie because yeah. you have a copy of it. I know, but I'm it, like, oh, but now so I, so I got to watch this version. But it's not on Netflix. <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think it's just, I mean, Diane Lane is great and just the, um, it's set in Italy too. So that just, you know. Yeah, yeah that's it. Your soul. I'm so, yeah, it's my soul. <laughs> I love it. So. Yeah. All right. We'll have to say Cara. Cara. Right. Cara yep. Is it Cara? Cara. Cara. Yes. Cara. Yeah, got it. Oh, all right. I got it for him. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having me. All right. Hold on. This empty space is telling us to go up.